Hallelujah. Sound the alarm. Hallelujah. Get ready. Praise the Lord because there's a breakthrough in the atmosphere. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It is so, so good to have everybody tonight again. But it's, 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 it's an honor tonight to have with us once again, not only once again tonight, but again, amen, uh, this year he was with us in the winter. Amen. Praise the Lord. But, uh, and we're just so thankful. I said last night, amen, that uh, we just, I'm thankful for Kingdom Connections. Amen. And uh, so we're thankful for uh, God connecting us with uh, this evangelist, amen, and uh, he's such a blessing uh, to us, amen, and he's uh, a friend, praise the Lord, and amen, Brother Lee, praise God, his chauffeur, <laughs> amen, his uh, helper, we appreciate him tonight as well, but uh, are you ready for the word of God? I said, are you ready for the word of God? I'm confident, amen, that he's got a word from heaven tonight. Amen. So uh, if you will, put your hands together one more time for the Lord and for evangelist John Carter. One more time, let's worship the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Man, that atmosphere that was set by this worship team, I don't want it to just fly out of the tent. Hallelujah. That's what I like to preach in. You know, the Bible says there's only two things that God is looking for. Number one, he has come to seek and save that which is lost. So if you're lost, if you're in sin, he is actively seeking you. But if you are saved, you only got one more shot, David Cates. For God to be looking for you. If you're already saved, if you're already under the blood, there's only one chance that he's going to look for you and seek you out. You know what that is? He seeks. He's looking for those that will worship him in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship him. He's looking for sinners and he's looking for worshipers. So if you're not a sinner and you want the Lord to find you tonight under this tent, you might as well lift your hands. You might as well open your mouth. You might as well let your heart soar tonight and begin to worship the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Can we worship? Come on. Worship is, in the simplest of terms, how we place value on the things we love the most. How we express the value of the things we love the most. Worship. What's he worth to you? What's he worth to you? Come on, somebody. See, the difference in praise and worship. Praise implies addition. God gave me this. God gave me that. I praise him. Worship is subtraction. The first time we see the word worship in the Bible, it's in Genesis 22. When Abraham takes his son that was given to him by God and believes with all of his heart he's going to have to lay him down and sacrifice him. And when he gets to a 
certain point, he turns around and looks at the men with him and said, you stay here where the donkeys. Me and the lad are going yonder to worship. Worship means I put everything aside, my pride aside, my dignity aside, my health, the pain in my body. I put it all aside and I press in and I show him what is worth to me, what he means to me. Hezekiah, when the prophet came and said, you got just a few days, set your house in order, you're going to die and not live. He gets down and begins to go on a pity party and talk about, Lord, you know I did this for you, and I did that for you, and the heavens are silent. God is not moved uh, by all of his accolades uh, and all of the things, his achievements, uh, the things that he believed uh, that he had done for God. God was not moved. Uh, nothing happened until finally, in one last ditch effort, he set his face to the wall, and Hezekiah said, Lord, uh, I know I did all this, uh, and I threw it up, uh, and I've said it uh, and you've not moved you've not done anything uh, so the only thing I know to say is the grave can't praise you if you want me to praise you a little more God loves worship so much oh when he heard that he spoke to Hezekiah said go back and tell him he's got 15 more years he can't resist somebody that will adore him. Somebody that will love him. And I'm thankful for the praise that's at Judah Tabernacle here under this tent on tonight, on last night. Wasn't that altar service amazing for those that were here last night? I, I'm telling you, yeah, you can praise God for it. I don't know what all God did, but I know this. It came in waves. It was about 40, 45 minutes. Just when you think it was, it, it was toning down, it would break out over here. And then when that was, it would break out over here. And God was just moving all through this tent. There's nothing, nothing like the presence of God. I thank God for this church, this ministry. God smiled on me the day that Pastor Jeff Leslie reached out to me and took a chance on a little hillbilly preacher from down in the hills of Kentucky my first time in Columbus and it wasn't my last and and I just feel like there was just a family a kinship like he said I believe that God orchestrates the affairs of our life and he knows where we're supposed to be come on hallelujah and I'm just so thankful I'm just so thankful our spirits are knit and I'm excited about what God's going to do tonight I'm excited what God's going to do even when I leave hallelujah the one thing about kicking it off is you've got to walk away and, and many times it's the residue. It just keeps going on and on and on. But tonight I have an assignment and I ain't going to stop till I chase this rabbit down. I want you to grab your Bibles. Turn with me to 1 Corinthians chapter number 14. I quote epistles a lot. I don't preach from the epistles a lot because I'm an exegetical preacher by nature. Meaning that I love to take a narrative, a story of the Bible, and much like last night with the ten lepers, break it down point by point. That is my comfort zone. My grandfather was more of a topical preacher, and I've never been much of a topical minister myself. But it seems that in this theme of restoring the years, something about a sound keeps coming up. And this that we're celebrating this week as we go into... It's called, it's, it's Rosh Hashanah, it's the, 
the Jewish New Year, but it is the Feast of Trumpets. It's a sound that brings in the new season. It's a sound that brings in the Day of Atonement, Yom Kippur. And I'm going to read a little bit about the trumpet because the trumpet was more than a musical instrument in the Word of God. But it produced a sound that called attention, that called to action. Because sounds are very important in our world. Sounds elicit strong feelings, emotions, that in turn elicit reaction. Come on. They can be pleasant like a baby's giggle, like the sounds of nature, or they can be not so pleasant like nails on a chalkboard. Oh, see, see that? Just, I, you don't even have to hear it. Just the thought of that sound elicits a reaction. But the sound of the trumpet in the Bible was more than musical. It elicited a response, a reaction. It's like they sounded this shofar at the beginning of service like nothing else. And to that end, I'm going to preach tonight. 1 Corinthians chapter 14, when you're there, shout amen. amen. Verse number 7 reads on this wise. And even things without life-giving sound, whether pipe or harp, except they shall give a distinction in the sounds or the tunes, some translations say. How shall it be known what is piped or harped? Verse 8. So if the trumpet give an uncertain sound, who shall prepare himself to the battle. Remain standing. We're going to pray. Preached on the whole story last night. I'm going to preach on the certain sound tonight. And I'm going to call it the fire engine effect. The fire engine effect. Let's pray. Father, I come to you in the mighty name of Jesus. I ask you, Lord, to give me the kind of anointing that makes preaching effective. Let your word go forth in power and in demonstration. Speak to us. Light a fire in our hearts. Prepare us for this new season. Restore the years in these moments that we have together under this tent. Father, just like the enemy can, can he can affect years. In moments of decision, we know that in moments of praise, of worship, of prayer, you can set the trajectory of years for our lives. And I pray tonight would be one of those sorts of moments. Save the sinner. Reclaim the backslider. Heal the sick. Fill with the Holy Ghost. Lord, lift up those that are down. Let the preaching of the word do what you sent it to do. Let us leave here better than we came. And I forever give you praise in Jesus' name. And God's people said, Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord our God. Last night as I left service, we had been on the road all day. I didn't get a chance to eat. And I was hungry. And we pulled into the Applebee's, and there was sirens going off. And then pulled into IHOP, went in, and when we got seated, I'm running to the window. I'm looking. Sirens are going 
off. I know many of you growing up in Columbus, growing up in the city, and you're urbanites, you're, you're used to the sound of sirens going off. You can sleep through the sound of sirens going off. I grew up in the hills. I told you I'm a hillbilly. I'm not used to the sound of sirens. They capture, they elicit my attention. They get me out of bed. They get me from my dinner last night. I'm looking out the window. I'm wondering, David Cates, what in the world is going on? Because the siren is much like the trumpet of Bible days. It is created to elicit a reaction, a response on our part. It is an alarm that lets you know there is an emergency that is transpiring, that is taking place. On this day, 22 years ago, there were sirens everywhere in New York City because it was a state of emergency even the date even the numbers 911 is a signal of emergency it is a signal that you better sit up and take notice because lives are at stake in the bible days they didn't have the siren so it was a trumpet a trumpet that they blew a trumpet that they sounded that they would let people know that we've either got to stand our ground or we've got to evacuate and this is what paul is saying if the trumpeter was to give an uncertain sound it meant the difference between success and failure and in some cases it meant the difference between life and death and as much as in our society sirens that I can even hear right now in the background come on I got my own sermon illustrations the Lord just just fixed them up just set them up for me as much as we know what sirens mean. They were not introduced to the world until 1973. Did you know that? There was a time when emergency vehicles had bells. And they rang a bell to signal the ambulance is coming. Somebody's in trouble. Move out of the way. The police is coming. You better pull over. Uh, there's a fire. The fire truck had a bell that sounded. And in 1973, in cities like Columbus, the population grew. Technology grew. People became so inundated and subtracted. They, they weren't hearing the bells anymore. The bells didn't elicit a response anymore. People were so distracted uh, that the bell just wouldn't get the job done. So they invented the siren that would go off three kinds of sirens. The well, W-A-I-L, the well, the yelp, and the piercing 
siren. The sirens were invented. The siren was set on an emergency vehicle because they had to let everybody know you got to move, you got to get out of the way. There is an emergency. 1998, they did a test. As you can hear, there are all kinds of sirens. The Holy Ghost must have spoke to me today. I've never preached this before in my life. In 1998, they did a study on sirens and discovered that with an ambulance, with a fire truck, that without the siren, without the sound, they would make it in about 15 minutes average. With the siren, with the sound, they would make it in about 11 minutes. Four minutes difference that would save somebody's life. That's why I don't believe in quiet church. There are lives hanging in the balance. There are souls hanging in the balance. And God gave you a built-in style. I told you three kinds. God gave you a wail. God gave you a yelp. God gave you a piercing cry. And it could be the difference in saving somebody's life. It could be the difference in pulling somebody out of a horrible pit. I wish somebody that's got a siren that's bigger than the police and the ambulance that just rolled down high street. Throw up your hands. Lift your voice and sound the alarm. Blow ye the trumpet in Zion. Sound the alarm from the church house to the White House to the schoolhouse to the jailhouse. It's an emergency. My God, I ain't taking anything away from 22 years ago. But if we were ever living in a spiritual 9-11, we're living in it now. And we need angels dispatch. We need the power of the Holy Ghost moving amongst our people. But it's up to the church of the living God to put up the siren. Look at somebody say, you better make the certain sound. 1973, they discovered that the bells ain't going to cut it. And the church is behind the times. Because we still got our bells and whistles. In 73, it was stained glass and chandeliers. Today, it's LED screens and smoke machine. Oh. And I say use it if you got them. I'm not one of them preachers. All I'm saying is they are no substitute. Our bells and whistles is not going to call them in. It's not going to pull them over. It's not going uh, to get over the emergency that you and I are living in. Oh, I read a study the other day. And it, it messed me up. I'm not one of them that get into all the polls and statistics. Because frankly, I don't believe the posters. And I don't believe the people they polling. But here's what they said. They said in a recent poll, 
of America claims to be Christian. Notice how it claims to be. That's just them folk that say, I grew up in church. I had a prayer. Oh, come on. I believe in God. You know, you've witnessed to them people. Come on. 63% say that. But what's disturbing, Pastor, is that just a decade ago, it was 75%. 75% claimed to be saved a decade ago. In one decade, it has slipped 12% that only a little over half claim. And that's just the ones that profess, not the ones that possess. Come on, it's 63%. And what I'm saying is, we got more bells and whistles in the church than we've ever had before. Surely in a decade, we got more stuff going on than we've ever had before. But the bells is not bringing them in. The bells is not moving us any closer to heaven. We need to get the sound of the siren the sound of the rushing mighty wind the roar of the lion of Judah it's time to blow the trumpet in Zion and crank up the well the yelp and the piercing cry once again I wish somebody in here would throw up your hands lift your voice and sound the alarm Only three types of vehicles carry sirens, and I'll get out of your way tonight, and I'll let the Lord have his way. But only three types of vehicles have a siren, have a modern-day trumpet uh, that calls the solemn assembly. Come on, somebody. Oh, that moves society, that moves the vehicle, that moves people out of the way. How many wants to move people again? How many wants to move God again? If I can't move nobody else, how many wants to move heaven again? Oh, my God. First, I'll talk about the police. Y'all know that one. You dread that one. Woo, woo, woo. That's the well. Woo, woo, woo. Come on. It's the high-low. Look it up. It's the high-low siren. You hear that thing behind you. Oh, it'll mess you up. Because the police is chasing after somebody. It's time to get the siren back in the church that's going after a lost and a dying world. The siren that Jesus had when the Pharisees were fussing because he was baptizing more people than John in chapter 4. They were mad. They was upset because Jesus' church was outgrowing John the Baptist. But when Jesus' church was outgrowing John the Baptist, when we start growing, we rock steady. We stay in the house. But Jesus said, I must need to go to Samaria. I might have the crowd, but I got one that needs me. God, when the police gets a siren, uh, they're chasing after one. Oh, come on, somebody. I wonder, is there anybody glad uh, that Jesus uh, put the siren on uh, and left the 99 uh, and come out?
back to the one that was strung out, that was messed up, that was broke, busted, and disgusted. Oh, if you're glad he came looking for you, I tell you to get on your feet, lift up your hands, lift up your voice. He left the crowd. He left the growing ministry. That said, there's a woman that's been married five times. That's living with a man. But she got some worship in her that I'm going to unlock. That I'm going to pull out. See, the real, the real test of revival. The real mark of revival is not what happens in the tent, but it's what we take out there. Oh, come on, somebody. I'm tired of people thinking because I'm the evangelist, I'm supposed to get everybody saved. Come on. Shepherds don't begat sheep. Sheep begat sheep. Hallelujah. I won't get something in you so that you go out there and you get them saved. And they don't come to Judah Tabernacle to get saved. They get saved on your job. They get saved at Walmart. They get saved at McDonald's. And you just bring them for Pastor Jeff to baptize. Come on. Oh. That's your job. Get your siren on. And start chasing that loved one. Chase the... Ah, oh my God, I wish somebody right now would just turn on your siren and send the heavenly police dispatch angels to that strung out daughter, to that messed up son. Come on, that brother that's thinking about committing suicide. Oh, how many got some folk you need to send? My God. Church called Judah Tabernacle. He the line of the tribe of Judah. Judah means praise. He the lion. You know what the roar of the lion's for? The roar of the lion ain't to chase the predator. I'm tired of church folk chasing the devil and not chasing the lost and dying world that's desperately in need. Come on. We chasing demons instead of chasing the one that can save us, that can cleanse us, that can heal us, that can make us whole. Come on. But the lion, he don't roar to chase the prey. He won't stay quiet. He don't want. But he roars, first of all, to claim his territory. You ain't touching this. Come on. I wish somebody would get some, get some hammer time spirit in here. Look at somebody say, can't touch this. I know I'm dating myself. I'm back in the 90s. But can't touch this. No, 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 no. Hey. This belongs. This is the prop cancer. You are an invader. You are an intruder. This body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. It was made to walk in health and vitality. Heart disease. You're an intruder. Come on. MS. You're an intruder. I wish somebody right now would turn on your siren and let the devil know move out of the way. You can't have my body. You you can't have my children. You can't have my family. Come on. Come on. Come on. He don't move to the bells. He wants a child. 
He wants a church that's got to go, 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 go. Come on. You won't get the Lord's attention. You won't get the devil's attention. Some of y'all didn't appear the first 10 minutes of my sermon. Listen, them sirens out there. The Holy Ghost uh, had an illustrated sermon uh, already made for you tonight uh, to let you know uh, the power uh, you have in the heavenlies, uh, the power uh, you have uh, over hell. Uh, when you shout, uh, it's a siren uh, in the kingdom of heaven. Somebody throw up your hand. Give him a shout. When the lion roars, he's not only claiming his territory, but he's sending out sound waves to the lions who's got lost out in the Serengeti, who's got away from the pride. That's got away from the den. Come on, somebody. That's out there wandering and lost. How many got some lions that's lost, that's wandering? You know how you call them home? You send out your anointed sonar and you let off your siren and let them know it's time to come home. My God. He sent that, he, Jesus sent that sonar out. To that one woman, watch this, his evangelistic encounter with her, much like many of yours, he goes up, he's not crying to, most, a lot of folk in your family got folk choking on Jesus because you're trying to cram him down their neck. Come on, he just started out, give me something to drink. He didn't show her his spirituality. He showed her his humanity. Can I help y'all? Can I be an evangelist tonight? Can I help you win your family? You know what's going to pull them in? Not your spirituality. It's your humanity. Uh, that God uh, could do something uh, for somebody like you. Uh, if he can do it for you, uh, he can do it for them. Come on. Give me something to drink. And they said he ain't got nothing to draw with. If you knew who you was asking, you'd ask him a water. That'd be everlasting life. Soon as she realized he's evangelizing to her. Like when you bring up Jesus to folk, they get spiritual all of a sudden. Five minutes ago, they's cussing like a sailor. And now they talking about I'm Baptist. I'm I'm from Samaria and we worship in the mountain and you worship in the temple and, and, and you know how folk do the moment you let them know you trying to introduce them to a man they won't tell you about their church they won't tell you about their denomination they won't tell you about their political party oh, come on I didn't say nothing about your church I didn't say nothing about the pew that your grandpappy bought a hundred years ago I'm talking about do you know the man oh that walked on the water do you know the man that calmed the sea do you know the man that can lift you up that can save your soul that can change your life Look, somebody tell me he's going somewhere. Uh, <laughs> and then it came out. She said, he said, go get your husband. I have no husband. You said right. <laughs> You've had five husbands. And the one you're living with ain't your husband. That's number six. 
but hello to the seventh man the number of completion the number of perfection oh, oh don't you get your snoot in there oh you may have not had five husbands or five wives but you've had five situations some of you had a hundred situations oh come on and I ain't talking about lust I'm talking about that temper I'm talking about that gossiping tongue come on come on we all need a drink from the oh, do I have a witness whether it's murder or it's jaywalking we all got the sirens coming come on am I preaching That's it. Come on, say woo woo. <laughs> Somebody right now go woo woo woo. <laughs> she said, "You must be a prophet." <laughs> oh, yea, much more than a prophet. <laughs> and by the time she figured out who he was, the Bible said she dropped her water pots. She dropped the stuff she kept trying to fill, but it kept running dry. You know why she dropped the water pot? Because she was already full. She let my God all the stuff you keep trying to fill you that keeps running out. When you get in the presence of Jesus Christ, he will fill you so far that your sirens go turn on. Watch what she did. She didn't go to church and try to start a holy huddle. That's the problem. We won't get folks saved. And then we try to domesticate them. We steal their siren they had for the devil. And we try to put the little bell and whistle on them. Come on. Hey. Uh, I'm telling you, Sunday is not the evangelistic escape that we come to hide out from the world. Come on, somebody. Hide out from the pimps. Hide out from the drug dealers. Hide out from the Democrat. Hide out from the Republican. Hide out from the Baptist. Hide out from the... Oh, we all get in our little corners, uh, our little set. Come on, it ain't our place. It is the place uh, that we come to get in tune with power. To go out to a lost and a dying world and sound the alarm. If you believe it, throw up your hand, lift your voice. Cause that one, hallelujah, oh, the police car, Jesus went after the woman that we didn't even get her name. That woman had been married five times. That woman that was shacking up. Next thing you know, she's running in the city. Come see a man. Oh, that told me, oh, I've ever done. Cause here's the thing. That police car is only after one. But everybody slows down. When the siren goes on, you act like you act like you don't know what I'm talking about. Woo, it wasn't me. Everybody hits that brake. 
everybody slow down everybody moves oh come on oh I love it when they come up behind me and I move over and they fly past me go my God everybody moves it's like a stone it's one rock but you throw it on the water it's a ripple effect you can count the stone but you can't count the ripples you let one person get a siren it's going to move everybody in their family it's going to move everybody in their community it's going to move everybody in the neighbor I wish somebody right now would get on your feet and get your siren on woo 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 As she goes again, she met another man. All the men come running. We know all about you. Five of us been married to you. Come on, somebody. But when they came, they met Jesus. And they told her, oh, even though you told us, we found him for ourselves. Don't cross that. They didn't find him. He found them. My God, that's the police. That's the wailing siren. It'll find you in the gutter. It'll find you in the drug house. It'll find you in the jail house. It'll find you in the liquor store. It'll find you shacked up. My God, if you're glad that he found you, throw up your hands, lift your voice. God, I feel this message tonight. Well, I got two more. Can I preach them real quick? Second one is the ambulance, the emergency that's life or death. Somebody's in trouble. Somebody's, you see the ambulance coming up behind you, you're moving over because you know somebody's life is hanging in the balance. Come on. And I love this. The one that hits the siren is not the one back there on the gurney. It's them trying to get my God. Somebody in here has got some loved ones. You need to turn on the siren for. You need to turn on the praise. You need to turn on the intercession. Come on. Hallelujah. Oh, I love, I love the Bible said in, in Matthew, Mark, Luke. There was a blind man. Luke names him Bartimaeus, son of Timaeus. He turned on the siren. And the church folk tried to shut it off. He knew, as pastor said, he may never pass this way again. I'm going to praise him while I got a chance because I may not get no chance no more. And when... They tried to shut him up. He went from yelp to piercing cry. Come on. He turned it up a notch. My God. Somebody needs to turn up the decibel when the enemy trying to shut you up. And try. Here, here's what I love. Can I, can, I, can I give you this? I never saw this before. Every time it mentions him, it says Jesus was on his way to Jericho. Is that right? Jericho. 
Because there was some time in the history of Jericho, people couldn't see. Because there's a big wall up. You're going to catch it in a minute. And on the seventh day, they turned on the siren. They began to cry. And then they could see because the wall fell down flat. And I believe Bartimaeus said, you know what? This city has got a history of cranking up the siren, blowing the trumpet, uh, crying aloud, sparing not, uh, and it moving block view. Uh, I believe I'm just going to let out uh, a crack. Can you imagine uh, all of the shouts uh, that's went up uh, under this tent uh, in years gone by? Uh, whatever you need from God, uh, I dare you one more time uh, to open your mouth, uh, lift your voice uh, like it's an emergency. Like you don't care what nobody thinks, nobody said. You ain't shouting for the camera. You're shouting for the king. You're shouting for the Christ. Come on. Come on. Come on. Hey. Where's that shofar at? Blow that shofar. Come on. Cry loud. Spare not. I thought I heard it. But we really go hear it now. Come on. Come on. We came under this tent. We got the bells and whistles in the sanctuaries. In the building, they'll be waiting on us. But under this tent, it's time to rediscover. Am I preaching all right, Pastor? It's time to reclaim our siren, our roar, our trumpet. Come on and let the devil know it's an emergency. It's an emergency. It's an emergency. It's an emergency. Hey, it's an excuse me. It's an emergency. Excuse, excuse me. Sometimes you get in folk way, but excuse. It's an emergency. Excuse me. It's an emergency. Excuse me. Hey, you can't worry about who's standing in your way, who's talking about you, who's staring down their nose at you. Turn on your siren. Block it out. Hey, 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 yeah. Yeah, hey, hey. I ain't heard nobody else preach. And Mark and Luke, and Mark and Luke, it's one blind man. One of them gives his name. But Matthew, all of it's the same. It's in Jericho. They tried to shut him down. It's all the same. Except in Matthew 20, it's two blind men. I don't know why Matthew's the only one noticed that Bartimaeus had a buddy. Come on. He had a compadre. I'm in the book. Go look it up. Check it out. Matthew 20. Last verses. Same scenario. Same miracle. Matthew's the only one noticed the second one. I think it's because Bartimaeus was louder. He was more vocal. He had a big name. You know, he's son of Timaeus. Everybody knew who he was. He was louder. He was more vocal. But both of them had their eyes open. 
Both of them got healed. See, what you got to realize, you ain't just shouting for yourself. You ain't just cranking up your siren for yourself. But you got children. You got somebody on your road. You got a husband. You got a wife. And when you get delivered, they going to get delivered. When you get healed, they going to get healed. When you get blessed, that man, my God, how many ready? I ain't just getting it for myself. But Matthew, I'm taking somebody with me. I said I'm taking somebody with me. That blind man didn't get mentioned. He didn't get talked about. But he got the same thing that brought him back. Somebody crank up your siren across this tent. I'm almost done. I'm almost done. Fire truck. Fire engine is the loudest siren of all. You might miss the police. You might miss the ambulance. But how many ever missed a fire truck? You ain't going to miss no fire truck. Because they have the piercing. They have the loudest siren of all. That is reserved for the fire truck. When you hear a fire truck, you pull over. On the side of the road. Come on. You ain't seen the fire. You don't know where the fire is. But when you hear a sound. You move. Cause you know. There's a fire burning. There came a sound from heaven. As the rushing mighty wind and it filled the whole house where they were sitting and tongues of fire set upon their head. You want to see the fire? You got to sound the siren first. See, when you hear a fire truck, they're going to put out a fire. But tonight, we're going to have the fire engine effect. Because we're going to let out the siren. Because we came to start a fire. We came to ignite a fire. I was going to hold my peace. I wouldn't go speak in his name no more. But his word was like fire. Shut up in my bone. Because when you got the fire, you're going to light the siren. Stand on your feet. Lift up your hands. What's the fire for? What's the siren for? I'm closing. But the Bible said when they began to speak in other tongues, it wasn't an uncertain sound. It wasn't prayer language. It wasn't unknown tongue. Y'all with me? It was other tongues. Because it was the feast of Pentecost. Greeks were there. Come on. Cretes were there. Mesopotamians were there. 
all these other nationalities, other races, other languages were there in the city. And all of a sudden, they heard these Galileans speaking their language. Because when you get the Holy Ghost, when the fire starts burning in a church, you won't just shout. You won't just start running the aisle. Your siren is going to get set to the right frequency. And you're going to speak people's language. Oh, uh, y'all quiet because you think I'm talking about Paris, Paris, wee oui, wee. Oui. You think I'm talking French. You think I'm talking about Senor, gracias, mucho gracias. You think I'm talking about Spanish? Come on. I ain't talking about, I ain't talking about German. I ain't talking about Russian. I ain't talking about Mandarin. I'm saying when the fire gets burning, you'll be able to speak drug. You'll be able to speak alcoholic. You'll be able to speak whoremonger. You'll be able to speak uh, homosexual. You'll be able to speak uh, no matter where they are. Uh, no matter what pit they're in. Uh, God will give you uh, the ability uh, to stand a siren. Uh, that'll call them in. Uh, that'll save them uh, from the guttermost uh, to the uttermost. Uh, oh, I wish somebody that's ready uh, to start speaking uh, somebody's language. Uh, throw up your hands. Uh, lift your boys start the fire engine come on start the fire engine let's get the hose where the living water flows come on come on and let's light a fire from columbus to cleveland to cincinnati to detroit all across this land let's restore the years the canker worm, the locust, the caterpillar, the palmer worm, at the sound, the alarm, blow the trumpet, light the siren. Come on, throw up your hands right now. It is high time that we wake out of sleep for now. Is our salvation nearer than will we believe? The night is far spent, the day is at hand. Let us cast off the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. I'm closing. When somebody's asleep, there's two things they hate worse than anything. Come on, the alarm and the light. And a siren has both. Come on, look at somebody say, I'm a siren. I'm a siren. Turn on your light. Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill that cannot be hid. Your light, your alarm. It's time to make the sound. It's time to shine the light. Gideon had 300 men. Numbered, outmanned, but God took him in the enemy's camp because he wanted him to know the enemy was more afraid of him than he was the enemy. 
the enemy had a nightmare of Gideon rolling into the camp. I got news for the posters and the statistics. I don't care what's wrong in America. I don't care oh, about the confusion and the trouble and all of that. Oh, we need a siren. When kids don't know what the pronouns are, we need a siren. When you don't know where to go to the bathroom, we need a siren. Come on, somebody. When our schools have turned into war zone, we need a siren. And the siren ain't gonna come from the police. The siren ain't gonna come from the ambulance. The siren ain't gonna come from the fire truck. They've already had their run. It's time for the church to find our siren. the house hiding out in the church having our little holy huddle on Sunday and it's time to get our marching orders and take the siren to the streets to our work to our school how many is ready to do it with me throw up your hands give him a shout of praise The last days ain't happening to us. We're happening to the last days. Even so, come Lord Jesus. But instead of us praying for the rapture, we ought to make the devil pray for the rapture to get us and our siren out of here. Come on, how many ready to sound a siren in the kingdom of hell? Upon this rock, I built my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail. Come on, come on, sound the alarm. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on, lift your voice, lift your hand. speaking their language and they come running to the fire come on somebody you ain't got to advertise the fire you ain't got to social media the fire you ain't got to bell and whistle up the fire come on you get enough Holy Ghost to start speaking their language they gonna hear the fire when they hear the siren they gonna come and get in the fire come on how many how many here is ready to get your siren on Across this room right now, first of all, every head bowed, every eye closed. Uh, you're not saved. You're not sure. You've got away from God. I didn't come to the crowd tonight. Like Jesus, I came for you. I came for the one. Strung out on dope.
You didn't say, I want to grow up and be a drug addict. But you got prescribed some pain medicine. And after a while, that didn't work. So you had to get something stronger. Then you had to go to the street and buy something else. And before you know it, you needed to get up. You needed to lay down. But like my dad, just had beer in the evening. And then when he fell off a pole working for the electric company and broke his back, he started drinking. He got disability, started drinking. From the time he got up in the morning to the time he went to bed and died at 51 years old because he destroyed his liver. Somebody that's got in a tailwind of broken relationships. You carry baggage from one to the next. Pick up baggage for one and carry it into another and carry it into another. I don't care what your situation is. Tonight I came as a watchman on the wall to blow the trumpet and say it's time to come in the ark of safety. It's time to come in the city of refuge. It's time to come home. <laughs> Cross this room if you need Jesus. I've sounded the siren. It's time to pull over. It's time to quit speeding down the highway. It's time to pull over. Because he's waiting here to lift you up. He's waiting to get you back on the right path. Is that you? Would you shoot your hand up right now if that's you? Across this room. Anybody? Anybody? Anybody at all? Anybody whatsoever? On this Monday night, somebody needs to be saved. I ain't got my glasses on, so I'm going to ask you to do one more thing. Get out of your seat and just walk to this altar if you need Jesus. I'm sounding the alarm. I'm sounding the siren. It ain't the police after you. It ain't the ambulance. It ain't the fire truck. It's the greatest siren of all. Jesus Christ has found you. Come on, come on, come on. Fetch you, fetch you. Would you come? All right. I'm going to call out now to all of the church. How many is ready to sound the siren for your family? For that sickness in your body? For your dream, for your ministry, for your city across this room? If you're ready to sound the alarm, you're ready to blow the trumpet, I want you to get out of your seat. If you need healing for your body, come up. If you need restoration for your life, for your family, come on up, come on up, come on, come on, come on, come on, cross this room, come on, come on. Let's all pour in. Let's pour in. Come on, come on. Come on, bring your siren. Bring your siren. Come on. Ooh, yeah. Woo, woo, woo. Come on. Get your siren turned back on. Come on. Come see a man. Come see a man. Not a church. Not a religion, not a denomination, not a political party. Come see a man. Come see a man. Come see a man. Come on. Press in. I know it looks full and some of you are like, I don't want to get in that crowd. But just press in. God's got something for you. Get out in that aisle. If you're close, just, just get out in that aisle. Just step out. Just step out. When the woo woo, that means you've got to move over. Move over. Just step out. Everybody step out of your seat. Everybody. Everybody. Just move over. Move over. Come on. Moving on over. Come on. It's my last night with you. Let's press in. We're going to blow the trumpet. We're going to prepare for these days of all. 
that we're stepping into. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Worship team, sing. And church of the living God, sound the alarm like you're ready to start a fire. Turn on the siren like you're trying to save somebody's life. Turn on the siren like you're trying to chase down that loved one. Come on, come on, come on.
will stop. Tonight we turn on the siren. God gave it to me standing right there. I told Matthew, sometimes you got to kick over some sacred cows if you go get on the horse and ride. Come on. We've been having the parade trumpet long enough. It's time for the battle cry. It's time to blow the trumpet in Zion. Gideon had a picture, but it wasn't until the picture was broken that the candle was lit and the trumpet sound. God was breaking you to turn on your siren, light your fire, blow your trumpet. If you believe it, throw up your hands and turn on your siren across this room. I don't do this lightly and I don't do this often. Bring it down just a little bit. I want everybody to hear this. I just got a prophetic word. Judah Tabernacle, there's been some congestion. There's been some traffic holding you up from where God's taking you. I don't know what this means, but it's what I've seen just in a minute ago in a vision in the spirit. I've seen congestion. I've seen traffic keeping you from moving forward. But what I see in the spirit happening in 2023 camp meeting is we're putting the siren on the top and the congestion is getting ready to move. The traffic is getting ready to dissipate. And you're getting ready to pick up speed in the name of Jesus. Somebody in here, turn on your siren. Give him a shout. 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 Holy Come on. It's a fire.
siren. You've been broken. Now you have a siren. And that's what's going to win the battle. Not your sword. Not your shield. Turn on your siren. The enemy going to turn on himself. Come on. Pastor, you was over there praying. I don't know if you heard it. And I never had this happen in services. Only a handful of times in my entire ministry. But I saw it. I didn't plan this. I didn't, I didn't none of it. Even, uh, some of this message went its own way. But I saw in a vision, whatever you want to call it. I, I saw it in the spirit. I saw you driving Judah Tabernacle like a bus. I seen traffic backed up congestion holding you up from getting to your destination where God showed you carrying this ministry congestion hold up traffic and I saw under this tent the sirens going off and I saw the traffic moving I saw the congestion dissipating and I saw you picking up speed I saw whatever God's called this ministry into. Whatever, I don't need to build it, I don't know what it is, but I seen it picking up speed and all the hindrances moving out of the way. Tonight, the siren, never forget it, 9-11, the siren turned on. 9-11, the siren turned on. Give him a praise. been nice but tonight 
the siren is on the siren is on come on pastor I'm getting ready to hand you the mic I'm sorry if I was supposed to stop when y'all was running out and sirens were going off but this word when I heard them sirens I was like holy ghost you gave me this word so they're gonna have to come up here and take the mic from me for me to stop and I'm sorry whatever emergency was going on out there, but it was emergency in here. And here's what I want to say. Just like pastor and some of them was running out there and y'all's head was turning when them sirens was going off, if the church gets our siren back, that's what the world's going to do. Come on. Hell going to run. The world's going to run to the house of God just like the day of Pentecost when the fire engine effect and the siren went off. Give him a shine of praise. Come on, bless the Lord. Come on, bless him. Bless him. Hallelujah. 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 Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. God, praise God. How many knows that, amen, we were made for war. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Appreciate the word tonight. Appreciate the word. Hallelujah. Come on. Appreciate the word tonight. Hallelujah. 